With apologies to John Wooden, the Wizard of Westwood, another Wizard has passed away and another basketball coaching legend as the Wizard of Waynesburg is gone. Rudy Marisa passing away in his late 80s. He was, boy, he was a coach's coach. And there's just so many things about the fact that the uh, Marisa Fieldhouse, it still bears his name and the court that is there has certainly, his influence is still there, even though he hasn't coached at Waynesburg uh, for, for nearly two decades at this point. But joining us right now is Joe Smeltzer, who had a chance to reflect a little bit on the coach and what he was all about. Joe, thanks so much for being on KDKA today to talk about Coach Marisa. Thank you. Uh, yeah, he was uh, – you said it well. He was definitely um, – I think a coach's coach is a very good term. Uh, definitely a throwback, um, a disciplinarian, um, a guy who – his players, um, they didn't like him all the time when they were playing for him, but definitely um, I think uh, afterwards and as his guys got along um, in life, I've talked to several of his former players over the years, and he was definitely somebody uh, that uh, they appreciated and somebody who um, the lessons that they got from Coach Marisa is de- were definitely something that they took with them uh, throughout their lives, and that's really the main goal of a college coach. So. His career started not long after Neil Armstrong walked on the moon. And yet at the same time, Dick Vitale called one of his games, for instance, on ESPN, right? I mean, so we're talking about a a big run-up in terms of the popularity of college basketball. He even said, I'm not John Wooden, right? 565 games, though, is nothing to sneeze at in terms of the career victories that he had. Why was he so successful? Why were his teams so dominant in NAIA, for instance, in the 80s, when they won 82% of their games in the decade? I think there's a few reasons for that. Um, I think one of them is the combination of his basketball knowledge and uh, psychology. uh, Rudy was actually in uh, the U.S. Army, and I remember uh, him uh, talking with me uh, and saying that he took classes um, in psychology, and that kind of uh, helped him um, in his coaching style, develop that aspect because psychology is obviously important in being able to get through for players. I think another part of it um, is uh, Waynesburg's teams always had an identity, at least in the 70s and 80s. They would always play, I think it was um, a 1 3 1 kind of diamond sort of press. They were always fast offensively. They always, the goal was to get a shot in within 10 seconds, I believe it was. Um, they always scored a lot, and he could recruit, man. They got great players. Um, Darren Walls was a city league star. He is still the all-time leading scorer in Waynesburg history, over 2,000 points. Harold Hamlin, another great player. Rob Montgomery. All these guys he was able to get from the Pittsburgh City League schools, and uh, that was really, I guess, his niche um, in recruiting. Uh, You obviously, um, strategy helps, motivation helps. Rudy had that, Um, but I think his recruiting played a big part, and that's really kind of an underrated part of his legacy was his ability to get these guys um, on campus out Waynesburg and kind of uh, join them together to form what were some pretty darn good teams in the NAIA in the 70s and 80s especially. Joe Smeltzer joining us here. He wrote a piece uh, that ran, I don't know, it was probably three years ago in the Observer Reporter that Coach Marisa had heard from his assistant 
that the players really weren't crazy about the shoes that they had as a team. I want you to tell that story because I think this says something about the hard-nosed guy, and yet at the same time, he was also a player's coach to a very large extent. Share the story about the footwear. Absolutely. So it was, uh, I think it was 87 or 88, uh, one of the preseasons in the 80s. It was September. It was a hot day in Waynesburg, and the players uh, were going for an annual uh, five-mile run along Furman Run, which is in Waynesburg, and uh, they didn't like uh, the shoes they had to wear. Uh, uh, Coach Marisa heard about this, and he decided he wanted to prove a point. And to get some backstory, uh, Rick, uh, Rudy Marisa was the son of an uh, Austrian immigrant coal miner who worked in the coal mines for 48 years. Uh, so he grew up, uh, I think, I remember him telling me that something he was thinking about was that he, when he grew up, he hardly had shoes to wear on his feet. And mm. for him to listen to guys complaining about not having proper footwear, that obviously uh, set something off in him. So he decided he was wearing dress shoes. He decided that he was going to do the run that the players were doing. He was just going to run. He started running uh, with the players, um, and about halfway through, he didn't feel that the point was getting across. So he took his shoes off and did the rest of the run in bare feet uh, and finished the run. And he ran the run well. Um, I remember Rob Montgomery, one of his players, telling me um, that, uh, you know, he was a great athlete, college athlete in his prime, and here's this um, mid-50s, however old he was, head coach, just kind of kind of putting the guys to shame a little bit uh, with running. Uh, but I think, yeah, running five miles, um, half of it in dress shoes, half of it in, with no shoes at all, on a hot day, uh, that really illustrates uh, the type of guy uh, Rudy Marisa was and how much he cared about his players and the lengths he would go to prove points to his players um, if he felt uh, that a point needed to be proved. And, oh, by the way, just to make the story even better than that, it was a week before that he had hernia surgery. And he went out and did it in in dress shoes for part of the race, barefoot in part of the race, seven days after having hernia surgery when his abdomen was laid open to repair her. I mean, this is just gold, absolute gold stuff. But as we look now at the legacy, is there a way at this point to understand as a coach, as an athletic director, as an administrator, what he means to Waynesburg. Is there a way to to figure that out, or is it too soon? Uh, that, that's a good question. Um, I think the the biggest part of his legacy, at least in terms of current uh, Waynesburg students, is the name on the field house. Mm. Um, you know, you have a gym named after you. Uh, that's um, obviously a high statement. And you think of like what gyms are named, uh, for example. It's not the A.J. Palumbo Center anymore at Duquesne, but when it was the A.J. Palumbo Center, those were named after people that donated a large sum to the university. Peterson Event Center, same way. And yeah. There's absolutely nothing wrong with honoring uh, the donors um, in that way, but I think there's something to be said when, um, and I'm sure Rudy donated the Waynesburg University slash college too. I, I don't want to get too far into that because I'm not sure the specifics, but I think there's something to be said when, a coach or a player has a gym named after them or an mm-hmm. arena named after them. Yeah. Um, there's something to be said for that because that shows uh, just like how much they meant to the university and things that go beyond finances and more what they meant uh, to what they, what they meant to the people that they were coaching and the young men, women, whoever that they developed uh, throughout their 
wide. So, if, so that's one thing. And I just think another is, uh, you know, talking to the players coached by Rudy Marisa, what he meant to them, Darren Walls was late one day at his job in 17 years at UPMC. Uh, and he attributed that to Rudy Marisa and right. how much Rudy Marisa stressed being on time. Uh, just, um, I think his legacy of really in kind of understanding is uh, just talking to the players um, and what he meant to them. Because wins and losses are great, but really um, a coach isn't doing his job, in my opinion, unless he's able to get across and help his players in their everyday lives. And Rudy Marisa did that. So I think that, that's his legacy and is the reverence that his players uh, speak um, speak about Rudy Marisa. That, that, that's probably the main thing, I think. Joe Smeltzer covered Rudy Marisa, taught, uh, had talked to him a number of times, including some stories that wrote for him uh, in the newspapers. We very much appreciate you being with us here on KDK and sharing your memories of the coach. Thanks, Joe. Thank you. Yep. Joe Smeltzer joining us here on KDK.